0: Hey, kids, I'm going to do a reaction. So I'm two minutes and 34 seconds in. Now, this is interesting, right? I consider Mina to be an ascended master. She's light years ahead of of where I am, I think, on her trajectory. I like that I'm figuring things out on my own and feeling my way around. Here's what she said. Um, She said she has never liked um, Myers-Briggs. Because she feels like it limits her and puts confinements on her, but she does like human design. What? Now, I think I can see where there's, um, why I gravitate towards it. But the thing is, I actually, um, I like it because it gives me an idea to kind of understand you, right? So if you don't like Zodiacs and you can't tell me your rising sign or, your moon sign or your Venus or your Mercury, you know, and you can't really start to bounce ideas off of me about where you are in those, I can go to Myers-Briggs. And it's like, if you tell me you're um, like, to me, I guess I'm in between INTJ, INFJ, then it's like, oh, introvert. Okay. You're an introvert. You're more intuitive. You like to think about stuff. You're more analytical and definitely judging, right? I'm a judging type of girl. Um, I think and so then it helps me understand people differently too, right? Um, even when you start to think about like differences between like Scorpio and Pisces, Pisces tend to ebb and flow. They have two fishes, they're duality, so they're here, they're there, they're spiritual, they can view things through rose-colored lenses, but they're very spiritual, so on and so forth. But she likes human design. So I'm gonna um share my Reaction to some of the things she's saying. Um. So this is part one. Obviously, you're gonna hear it through in its entirety. I will upload at the end of her um video. It's an hour and fourteen minutes. But yeah, I find that that find that interesting. She's like, I'm not into Myers Briggs. I guess she's not really into zodiacs either. Um. But she's into this. So she's about to tell us why. Let me go. Let me go press play. You guys. Um. I'm gonna go ahead and jump out as early as I can in the in the podcast and encourage you. To go listen to this one by by Mina, so I'm six minutes in, and it's called How Your Divine Human Design Impacts Your Identity. She is a projector. Um, all of these terms are different to me. Um, but it's fun to hear experience, and I think that one of the things I encouraged you on the last podcast was, let's let's learn about this together. Um, I think it's funny how it seeps into your subconscious because some of you remember from the last two podcasts. I was like y'all. Mina mentioned Human Design like three months ago, and I've been busy, and I've been working on my real estate stuff, and I just really wasn't wanting taking on, wasn't wanting to take on a lot more, um, cause all of us have kind of like a. I think it's called like decision fatigue, but you can only take on so much content before you start to kind of experience mental fatigue. So I conserved my energy to just get through my course and some of the other things I had to take care of in life. Um, And so coincidentally, she put this up. This was what, three days ago, three days ago. I think if I remember correctly, this came out early in the morning and I think I might have seen the title on the way to to go work out and I just never got the chance to circle back. So this morning or like when I got home, I'm like, well, I have a little bit of free time, um, but I'm saying all this to say you know let's let's learn about this together i'm definitely going to be referencing it i would say go to that website i gave you check and see if you're a um, projector or generator i think the other one is called a a manifester and the other one is called a um reflector so check into that and then um we will continue to have more conversations okay teeny tiny important thing she um says that there are five things that um the um human design is comprised of and I think a lot of you are gonna like this because um the way that she talks about is she says that to her religion she figured from an early age that you know there's parts that are missing I think that even though I grew up I, I like to mention the word orthodox meaning that Orthodox means you believe you're like the only one true religion and all other religions are false. That's how we were raised. Orthodox, right? Um, But I still think that there's things from the religion that make sense. And then there's things that don't make sense. I think that there's things in other religions that make sense. And there's other things that don't. What I like about this is that um this one combines. So if I remember correctly, she did mention one of them is astrology. One of them was like Jewish. I think that was a Kabbalah. One was Vedic. One was I Ching, which is Chinese. Um, Vedic, I think, is Indian. Um, I think Kabbalah I mentioned was... Uh, um, Jewish, and I don't remember the fifth one off the top of my head. Um, and and one of the philosophies of human design is that it will continue to take on more. It will continue to expand and grow, which makes sense because our consciousness is expanding. So I love it. I love it. I can see why she likes it. I'm six minutes and 43 seconds in. And um, yeah, I'm here for it. I... Y'all, on everything I love, this is going to be a really good um video for you to watch from her. She's starting to break down the four. Um, I think it has since evolved into five because there's one called um. projecting manifestors or something like that. I remember seeing it in the... It was like a combination of the two. But yes, there's generators, reflectors, projectors, and... I forget the the other one so she breaks that down and there was one more thing I think I wanted to address um if I haven't already said it go check her out um yeah you okay when i tell you i'm in sync with her thinking and her train of thought it kind of freaks me out <laughs> if i'm going to keep it 100% with you so right after i i hung up the thing or whatever She starts to break down the hybrids and that's the, so she has said she's her like projector generators, so on and so forth. So go check it out. I would say, um, if you're this far in the game, go ahead and, um, run your chart on, um, my human design. I think you're going to like it. You can download the PDF for future reference. I haven't logged in to the account to play more with my charts but I think that's a good starting point and then go check out um Mina I think what I'm gonna do is um let me just listen through to the rest of it I, I shouldn't have to come on here I actually want to keep this short um but the key points run your human design chart let's talk about it become familiar with it she said that people who listen to it um especially later in life sometimes they'll cry especially the projectors because um you have been told certain things your whole life. And I think that's part of the reason why I like the idea of understanding Myers-Briggs and Zodiacs because it affords me the ability to understand that, okay, there's, or even like, uh, there's, there's 12 different Zodiacs, right? There's 12 different personality types there's, and it gives you room to understand that we can communicate differently, that we can love differently, that we can have different life purposes. I think that's why I like it. And that's why I gravitated because now you can say, Oh, I'm different. I'm like this. It doesn't make you a bad person. You're different. How can we, how can we close the gap to, to work with each other and protect the integrity of who you are? Right now, another interesting thing, too, is you will notice I kind of read through mine and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that is so me. That is so me. Like, oh, my gosh, I am I am a feminine receptive. I am um, I am beautiful. I am feminine. I am everything. Right. So go check it out. You might get a a better sense of um, maybe it sounds like a sigh of relief that, you know, It's okay to be who you are. Um, She talks about how this will help you understand your life purpose, um, which is also important too. I know uh, about a month ago when I was listening to Princella, she was talking about how it's important for us to have a purpose in life. right? I think if you identify with Divine Feminine, Divine Masculine, um, this channel, it's with the understanding that we all have a purpose in life. We're not just sexual beings or physical beings. Like we have an assignment that we checked in at the pearly gates and we're like, listen, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to show you how to practice self-love as a woman, especially as a black woman in today's 3D world. And I'm, you know, my assignment is how to manifest health and wealth, baby health and wealth. Right. Um, and that's going to mean different things for you guys too. So let's see if I'm nine minutes into her video, but let's see if I can kind of just maybe put my phone down. Um, but I think if, if I haven't already, Talk to you into finding out what your human design is and um, committing to listening to the hour and 14 minutes while you're driving, in the shower, um, in bed, kind of um, actively listening but just closing your eyes and listening or by the fireplace. What is it? Chestnuts by the fireplace. na 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 na. And although we've been told many times, many ways, <laughs> I just wanted to say the fireplace part, right? Or or by a poolside or at a ski lodge or something. But my point being is, um, yeah, let's commit to find out this part of who we are moving forward. Another thing she said is she did this for her husband. And for those of you who are in relationships, right? So I'm not a, I'm, you know, um... This this will help you to have a discussion with you and your significant other, your counterpart, to understand each other. And uh, if you want to provide emotional support, although it is kind of tricky, too, though, because I think us women are figuring out that you're not necessarily supposed to tell men what to do. They'll kind of figure it out. Her husband, I think, is is a different kind of masculine. He's just different. <laughs> so I'm not going to. How you? Yeah. Even though I low key kind of did, I had to process that a little bit because he was receptive to it. He really liked it, and that type of thing. He also wasn't into like zodiac, I think, or personality stuff. But um, but again, I I think he's he's a different prototype of a man. I don't know that the average man would be um receptive to you invading his space like that. I don't know. So. Um, but you know, do it for yourself. And I guess if, if he's peeking over your shoulder and he asks to do it, then, you know, but I wouldn't be like, Hey, babe, you have to do this. And then expect him to have a, um, open receptive (laughs) response. All right, let me get off of here. Bye. All right, y'all, this is funny. I'm 13 minutes in. So, um, Real quick, she talks about how 70% of the population are generators. Um, And so this is going to be important for you because she talks about how the era of generators is coming to an end and it's tipping in favor of the projectors. She's a projector. Um, But she talks about how the manifestors figured out that they can use the generators to get their work done keeping in mind when i read my um chart stuff it was saying that generators were action-based right we get ish done right we're not necessarily the masterminds or or that type of a thing but or 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 the initiators of stuff but if you need to get stuff done we are the workers and 70 percent of us are like that okay cool cool stuff go check it out Hey. I'm going to warn you, there's a commercial every three minutes. So if you can kind of push through it, I'm going to try to push through it. I'm 16 minutes in and I think the last commercial was a 13 minute, nine minute, six minute for sure. So, ah, all right, let's go. So this is important. I definitely want to highlight this. Um, One of the things that she talks about is as we're transitioning from, she talks about how, because this philosophy is based on ever expanding, um, consciousness, um, it has grown over time. And so she talks about how we went from, you know, the manifestors being in rule and in enslaving the generators and then the generators enslaving everyone, which is funny because even when I talked about, I shared this with, about how, like with my ex, he has a really good, uh, obviously area of expertise that could be scaled, but I wanted him to um, uh, kind of like put a lot of things into place that would kind of free up his time so he could spend more time with me. But then that means that would have meant that he would have had to put parameters on how his employees were working and how they were in- interacting with other people. And, and Moving forward, that is no longer going to be the way of the future. The projectors are going to be the ones who are going to thrive in the new era that's coming in. But the difference is, is that projectors, um, for you to be able to kind of be successful, you have to be able to be comfortable with feedback. And so for whatever it's worth, you can even, I'm I'm low-key kind of proud of myself because three podcasts back, I was talking about how I was dealing with feedback, right? It's not fun energy. I thought about how it was salty, went to bed a little bit grumpy. Um, but I knew that the feedback I was getting about some of the words and the language that I used in my in my podcast needed to be refined, right? And I'm going to say this, I don't know if she'll say it later in the podcast, but here's one thing I do want you to take away. It, it sounds to me as if your ability to um deal with feedback is going to play a huge role in how successful you are moving forward right and that means that you're going to have to be intentional about asking for it and if that a part of that um requires emotional intelligence right um and that's also going to give you feedback on how you're coming across, right? I wouldn't have necessarily 100% fully understood that me calling... Do I want to keep using that phrase again, y'all? It's so scorpionic of me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. If, if you're with me and you're part of my family, then understand it's my personality type. I, I want to hold on to it for just a little bit and then I'll be a saint after midnight, okay? But it was like even me understanding like you calling men little bitches, <laughs> calling them little bitches is probably not the best um, terminology to use because we want to be responsible, especially as women, you know, on taking a word that men have used to demonize women um, over the years. Why would I want to incorporate that into my language? And why do I feel so comfortable calling men that when they're failing, right, or calling them um, over emotional or... Um, things that, you know, like if, if we say a man is, um, emotional, then we attribute that to him being weak and that being feminine, right? Akon came out with, uh, some statements saying that, you know, um, to be womanistic is to be weak. And a lot of times when we are, um, trying to degrade a a man, it's saying, oh, he's weak AF, right? Although, 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 and that's so funny I said that too because I actually, um, I, oh, if y'all are in the same content people that I am, it just reminded me, but listen, 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 Linda, listen, no, 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 um, do, do I want to give up that, that for, I don't know, I think use it on a case by case, um, basis. I say all of that to say, at the end of the day, right? How do we take feedback, right? I really could, and I've mentioned this before too, I can shut down my podcast and never come on here again and I'll be just living my best entire life. Um, And, but I do understand that that me being able to refine my language, understand why I say certain things, why people say certain things, how they will feel if I quote unquote put them on blast. Um and I don't practice empathy and how I um give course corrections or or suggestions for us to elevate then um, if I'm not good with feedback, it's going to make me a mean, nasty person that people don't like to be around. Right. Oh, thirty so 32 minutes in. Um, I love it. Cause she's going to kind of walk you through a little bit. If you had a chance already to go pull up your, I mean, my human com and pull, you know, run your, your, um chart she also gives a a resource to run your chart on her video but she talks about the white if you have a lot of white that means that you take on people's energy and you project it you amplify it and that is so funny especially you know one of the the interesting things I learned when I was on the quote-unquote twin flame journey is that the concept of mirroring back to people and sometimes you like what they reflect back to you and sometimes you don't like what they reflect back to you and um, especially my last relationship I know there were things we were marrying back to each other um, in a very intense way but um, I I this this I hope will enlighten you and make sense when you run your chart. If you have a lot of white and I have, I mean, I have a lot of white um, <clears throat> and it, I think some of you that have kind of been with me for a while, you will kind of notice too, like if you want to be petty, I can, I don't have a problem marrying that back to you. Like you want to play petty, I'll mirror it back to you. But the problem is, and this is kind of funny, it is what it is. I still find myself holding back on the amplifying type of energy, but I always thought it was kind of like my scorpionic side because I know what I'm capable of. And it's like, (laughs) I can unleash all kinds of just discomfort to your life if you come for me. So I don't necessarily um, amplify, especially if it's like low vibrational. Like if you want to be chaotic... Oh baby, uh, what's that one song? You can be the rubber band, I can be the bands, I can be the, um, you can be the match, I will be the fire, babe. Right? No, 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 no. Listen, I, I <clears throat> but I think, <clears throat> excuse me, where's my water? Okay, um, oh, I need to put some vitamin C in there. I got my emergency packets over there. But um, it it's okay. I think that the the message of consolation I think I even have for myself is, okay, I know that there's a mirroring dynamic, not just with intimate, but I think with obviously like my parents, my brothers, people I meet, you know, on a day-to-day basis. But now I can pay attention to really amplifying, you know the positivity in other people too, especially when you put it a bit against the backdrop of helping to lift the energy of the world. So this is also interesting too, because sometimes in throughout 2022, when I was feeling really stuck and really kind of like, I just wanted to get out of this funky energy is because if I'm in a, in a, uh, excuse me, community where we're just like back to back to back to back and negativity you know chaos um and low vibrational stuff it's kind of like I'm amplifying that energy and I don't like how it feels I've kind of mentioned that before earlier in this podcast I it's not something that I enjoy I try to get myself out of that energy the quicker the better um If it's low vibrational, if it's petty, I don't mind getting a little petty. I actually don't amplify it as much as I could. And you'll hear me catching myself. So I still come across a little bit docile. But (laughs) the stuff I'm thinking in my mind is like, (laughs) if you knew. But yeah, yeah. So if you run your chart, you see that a lot of white in there. I have a lot of white to the point where I only have like one, two, three. Yeah. Like maybe one one third, and then the whole bottom is all white. So yeah, and so then now that helps you kind of pay attention in different ways, right? We have different um, modes of language for you to understand. Some people, and um, I like it because I like systems. Okay, and that's the generator part of me. Um, and and she also talks about the hybrids too. So if you're listening to her and you kind of feel like it doesn't resonate a little bit, you could be a little bit of a hybrid. Um, I wouldn't go so far to say I'm a hybrid yet, but I definitely, she talks about what happens when you reach burnout. And if you listen to it and you heard some things I said, you'll probably agree with me too. I'm probably hybrid with um, projector. But um, I'm going to listen to see what she has to say about it and or kind of see if I can bring healing to that energy um I think it's okay to evolve or adapt you know um and still utilize my strengths but I I I, I'm I'm not wanting to necessarily change who I am just because I think other things sound sexier or better I kind of want to just be true to myself as long as um you know, I'm not harming anyone else. And as long as it's not going to extinguish me, right? Because if you're telling me I need to adapt, in order to adapt, I need to become more of a projector style, which we talked about that in in the little segment before this about how do you handle feedback, I can adapt, right? And it's about me taking feedback, um, being intentional about asking for it, and taking it to action. You know, um, still a little bit hands on um, with that approach. But, yeah, I think you guys are going to enjoy it. My only thing is it's every three minutes is a commercial. <laughs> so and that's why it's taking me a, a little bit of a while too, to to push through. So it's literally like every three minutes on the three minute mark. So I'm just and I don't know if that's because obviously it's probably better for you to catch the live you know? Um, But I'm not sure why, if it's, if it's, um, what the reason is behind that, so. All right, let me get back in there. I'm about halfway through. Bye. So deep, but I want to kind of document this for you and for me. I'm at the 58-minute mark, and it's interesting, um, I, I keep saying it, but if you haven't already pulled your human design chart, um, please do so before you go listen to this video by Mina. But when she's talking about like the relationships between the projector and a generator, you start to see the dynamics that happen between spouses, between children, what can happen with friends. Right. And, you know, it's possible I really could be hybrid um, generator projector because and it almost kind of explains how, excuse me, how I approach the podcast, because I like to kind of throw little tips and, excuse me, advice out there. Um, But as I've kind of grown up a little bit you know and thinking back to my work situations and or dealing with people sometimes you do want to give the unsolicited advice and I know we've been talking a little bit about especially the dynamic dynamics between men and women and and she says it and y'all we're gonna muddle it muddle through it but I think that the sooner we can kind of have like a rolling snowball understanding of this, it's going to be take an easier toll on you and on me and the collective, but the concept of not giving men unsolicited advice also spills over into family, friends, right? Work is a little bit different in the sense of, you know, if you have productivity and performance that you have to um, work towards, then, you know, that can be a different topic. It would be interesting to, to explore human design and how to apply it to the workplace. But one of the takeaways I would say that you can probably just take from this podcast before you delve into this and other stuff is how do we handle unsolicited advice right and one of the things you have to understand too is when she's talking about projector energy is unsolicited unsolicited and i think you you've probably y'all i'm gonna keep it transparent with you because um a lot of people probably can try to pretend and be holier than thou and um not really share but I think some of you kind of uh, got the sentiment like Mina gives really good advice. And so but sometimes if it feels like it's touching a raw wound, it kind of really triggers me. And I'm like, oh, right. And so she talks about really when she's giving this advice, she knows she was born for this. She knows she's good at this. And I think Part of my subconscious recognizes like I will go to Mina for spirituality, for health and for wealth. Don't touch my relationships. Don't talk about dating. Don't talk to me about marriage. Just I don't want to deal with it. Right. And so but it really this is a um, heartwarming moment for me to sit through and listen to this content because it reaffirms that a lot of the information she puts out there comes from her heart, right? It comes from a genuine place of really wanting to help people. And I think what made me want to come on here and share it is that <clears throat> we have to pay attention to how we receive unsolicited advice. Sometimes it can suck. Sometimes you, if you are able to take a step back and be like, thank you. It wasn't solicited. Maybe if it's an ongoing relationship, you can kind of talk or navigate or figure, I don't know, figure that part out, um, to where it's not overbearing, but pay attention to, you know, and and I think what it comes down to is what that person's heart space is too, you know? And if someone is really giving you unsolicited advice and it kind of feels like it sucks, but you know it's true and you know there's veracity to it. It's one of those things the same way you see me going through it I'm like, "Damn it. Fuck, I got to trigger up, okay? I don't like that you said it to me. I don't like that you called out my sore point, but you know what? You're right. Let me let me fix it. Let me address it. And then and then be thankful, right? Be thankful. And and if it's unsolicited advice and you still kind of feel like um it doesn't resonate with you, then it comes down to what is that person's heart space? Were they trying to harm me or, you know, had Ill, Ill, Ill intentions to me, at which point you could kind of, you know, kind of navigate through that. But if you are dealing with a projector, um, especially if they're self-aware conscious, I think it's nice to know that the heart space is there and they want to elevate you and, it makes me also think of too, like how many people in the circles that I'm in are projectors and they see me going through stuff, especially the new circles that I'm in, where they're wealthy and they're fit and they have all of these things going on. And if, if they're not really, if they're being respectful of their boundaries and my boundaries, because they're at this point... <clears throat> have an understanding of human behavior and how other people have, may have to receive them, it's kind of like now I have to learn how to extract that. Like, give it to me, you know. It, how can I massage it out of you? Which which actually could work because if I amplify what you're giving me, I imagine it has to feel good for the projector, right? These are just... Um, me kind of allowing myself to immerse into the feelings of what would happen in those types of scenarios and that type of dialogue. So, but again, I think that dynamic spills over, you know, that, that idea of unsolicited advice, men hate it, don't do it, (laughs) but people in general don't too, don't also, and how we do one thing is how we'll do everything. I think one of the things I learned also from the quote unquote twin flame journey is a lot of us get stuck on like the sexual and the chemistry and the primal lower foundational stuff. But when you start to move up the the hierarchy and stuff, then you start to realize that it spills over into like how you deal with your neighbors and your coworkers and your friends and your family, you know, C- case in point, And then I'm going to kind of get off here, too, because, yeah, she has like 15 more minutes on her video. When it comes to finances, y'all, it I've had to navigate through the range of feelings where it's kind of like, I really want my friends to be as financially um, free as I am, right? And it didn't come without sweat and tears and a little bit of, you know, scrapes and bruises. But at this point, it's one of those things where you grow in leaps and bounds. And so it's kind of like, like this huge you're like, whoa, whoa. Oh, like coming bigger and faster, like definitely snowball effect, and I definitely, you know, going into into the third year by August, uh, I'm just, you know, so that's my next go round, and it's like my friends don't ask me, how is it that I live a lifestyle, where I don't have a nine to five, I'm paying off my car, paid off my car, buying nice things, you know, enjoying my life, carefree. I told one of them, I should be, if everything goes well, you know, retire next year. If everything doesn't go well, maybe another year or two, but I should be retiring, you know, by next year. But it's so funny that word to me too, in the sense of like, I can officially say, okay, I I don't ever have to work again, but it doesn't mean that I wouldn't (laughs) write or wouldn't have other projects or anything like that. But, um none of them have ever asked me and i've kind of hinted a little bit or i'll send them stuff and they're just not biting they're just not biting but that's okay that is okay and i have met other people too that they're kind of curious and then they will ask and i'll send them the information right um case in point one of my brothers in particular when i tell you he could be living his whole best entire life right now um, from even twelve months ago, it's just he's not receptive. And this is funny because my mom, like I've said this before, she hears us talking about stocks, she wants stock. If my dad is buying Apple, she wants Apple. If if we're buying Tesla, she wants Tesla. I put my money in um different investment platforms. She has her money in I wanna say two of the platform yeah. She has her money in two of the platforms that I'm in. Our money is growing. Uh, you know, she's <laughs> getting her stuff. And then um, I'm going to get another one next month. I'm a little bit, well, yeah, next week. Um, that stuff set up. But she's, you know, if, if she hears me and my dad talking, what, what are you doing? I want in. Here's the, here's the money. Put it to work. Sell <laughs> me the money. Right? But... Um, at the end of the day, moving forward, regardless of your type, learn how you deal with feedback and look at how you give and receive unsolicited advice. All right. 1111 11 on the, on the clock. I just took a screenshot of it. So, um, I'm sharing my, my reactions as I'm listening to what Mina is saying. So the the last prototype that she talks about is the reflector. Y'all, it's a little bit hard for me to kind of grasp. Understand that this is, I'm just a couple of hours fresh to the whole concept of human design. And so remember I was talking to, um about how I felt like I project... I amplify whatever you put in front of me. So if you're petty, I'm going to be double as petty. Triple petty. 10 times petty. 100 times more petty. Um, If you're positive, I love being in that energy. And now I'm really throwing that energy back at you and you're bouncing it back to me. I like that. And if it's negative energy, I'm right in there with you too. You know, if it's toxic and sad that i'm in that toxic space and i'm really you know if you're trolling oh i'm trolling um type of a thing but the reflector she said there's a very small percentage of the population so don't worry um if you are a reflector comment in my um in my on the anchor thing, cause um anchor allows you to to put a comment and her question. But um and definitely go check out Mina too because I think she says she's only um, counseled like hybrid reflectors, and I think her son, which also does human design readings, has never. Um, they're very rare in the population, but. She was talking about how that one, is, I guess it's like the mega ultra reflector. I think we all reflect whether we're conscious or subconscious. But I think that um. it would be interesting to, to kind of... Uh, and I wish you could kind of see my face and how I am even uh, have my hands and everything. Because... <sighs> It almost seems like uh, with the manifestors, the projectors, the generators, the feedback, and I don't mean necessarily soliciting advice. I mean kind of like a frequency where we're bouncing off of each other. The feedback with the reflectors is kind of like If, if I could try to explain it the way I understand it now is like generators like me, we amplify what you give us. Um, reflectors kind of show you who you are. Um, and what is interesting, I think, from what I get from what I'm sensing from her is that reflectors are kind of like it's giving me Pisces energy because One of the things when I was studying Pisces, and and, um, I didn't really quite understand my Pisces moon placement, but I think that's why I fell so deep in love, I think, with my ex, because that's my moon sign is about your intimacy or who you're, how you are around the people that you're the most intimate with, right? And he allowed me to see the Pisces part of things and understand it better, but one of the pros and cons about Pisces in particular is they are very, very much reflectors. So if you are in a good mood, they're in a good mood. If you like astrology, they like astrology. If you like fast cars, they like fast cars. If you like your hair straight, they love your hair straight. If you're down in the pits because you failed to grade or you know you didn't hear back from an application or something, they will be in that same funky energy with you, and <clears throat> if if I'm supposed to understand part of the dilemma with the reflectives is that you don't necessarily have a um autonomy or or you're more likely to be susceptible to be pulled in in so many directions, you're more susceptible you're more prone to, um, being dragged into other people's emotions. So let me try to finish this, this, you know, how it is. It's commercial every three minutes and I am a little bit on the sleepy side. Um, let's see what happens in the next 45 minutes. All right.